Welcome back to Out of This Universe. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I really want to send a huge, huge thank you to everyone who's been reposting and promoting. The love and the support has been extremely overwhelming and humbling to say the least. But um, thank you guys. Um, I want to continue building this community and making this a place where people can come for comfort and um, non-judgment. All right, so let's get into it, right? Um, today's episode is called Healing After Releasing Yourself from a Toxic Relationship, okay? Now, I just want to give you guys a background about um, how I came about wanting to expand on this topic. Um, honestly... I knew the moment I removed myself from a toxic relationship that this would be something that I wanted to, that I would want to express and expand on. I knew that the journey that I was about to begin was one that needed to be shared. And I knew this like a year and a half ago, guys. Like, I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be. <laughs> this is going to be an article that I write. And I knew that eventually it would be something that I would share with everyone, but I knew I needed to process exactly what was happening in my life. So initially I began writing an article about uh, toxic relationships. But it's just so funny because as I was writing, I was like healing. So like I was in the process of this healing journey as well as writing about it so this episode in particular is is so personal to me and I just want you guys to understand that this everything that I'm saying has been I have written it down as I was going through these moments in time uh, so ironically well not ironically but you know I finished upon completion of um the healing process like I finished this episode and I finished this article when I came back to myself if that makes sense <laughs> um so now mind you everyone has their own idea of what a toxic relationship is to them and everyone is you know they have that right um what I may feel a toxic relationship is, you may not agree with that. Um, everyone's experience is personal to them and is crafted and shaped out for them, right? But for me, it's, it's, it's plain and simple. I think a toxic relationship is a relationship that diverts you from growing, uh, you know, whether that be spiritual, mental, or emotional. That bond itself it causes you to feel these like extreme pains and like even extreme happiness and it bounces back between those two extremes and you begin to develop an unhealthy pattern with one another you know what i mean but uh a toxic relationship is literally only as toxic as you allow it to be so i don't want anyone to get this confused this isn't an episode that is meant to place blame 
on you know the person you might have been involved with but simply an episode that is meant to help you take ownership of one's own healing process because you know this is something that you participated in as well both parties are held accountable and what you allow is what you ultimately accept right and I had to learn that the hard way so I just want to offer my personal healing journey um, to you guys as a way to kind of encourage you all to develop your own methods of healing. Um, I, I don't want to, I'm not here to give you a guideline or, you know, break it down how it's going to go for you and how you should go. No, I'm simply, I'm sharing what I experienced and how I came out of it. So I could potentially inspire someone to do the same for themselves because um, everyone has their own method and their own way of processing pain after a heartbreak or, you know, a bad breakup. Everyone has their own way. Um, everyone's, less, everyone's lessons are for them, like individually. It, it's, um, and growth is not linear at all. So, um, I just want to teach you guys, I want to tell you my story, and that way you or anyone out there who resonates with, with this topic, they'll be able to um, transform their own life, because I transform mine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's get into um, my story. My story. Um, so... For me, um, I when I was in the relationship that was toxic, um, I saw all the red flags. And I think we as women, and you know men too, men definitely experience their own, you know, fair share of toxic relationships. But I think that when you are in love with someone, red flags are like, opportunities for us to fix this person or opportunities for us to kind of make our mark oh maybe if I help them develop this uh quality about themselves they'll love me more or maybe if I overlook the fact that this hurt me um this person will love me more or want to um commit to me you know all of these irrational ideas we come up with in our heads um, just to kind of blind us from the reality of what the relationship is. So the initial red flags for me were um, controlling, man manipulative control, right? So I think that when you're in the relationship with this person, it doesn't seem like manipulation. Um, it's just, it, you know, it'll appear as someone who's like overbearing or like super caring or protective or um, possessive, you know, we'll, we'll diminish it down to these things. But uh, those are probably like the first signs like, oh, this person's really controlling or this person's really like, you know, somehow things always seem to go their way. You know, um, that is how I learned to identify that my relationship was toxic at the time. So um, I knew it, I was just like, uh, this doesn't feel right. Um, 
I'm, I'm going against my own will at this point. I'm, I'm doing things that aren't natural to me and it doesn't feel good, you know? So those are my initial red flags within my relationship. And it only got worse. It didn't get better. Um, my initial response to that realization in that moment was to diminish the person that I was and to kind of silence myself. Um, I became a prisoner within the relationship and um, I kind of just shut down and just was on idle, autopilot almost, right? That was my initial response. I just shut down because um, I loved this person so much that I was willing to go through the bullshit in order to feel love from someone. So my initial response um, was to shut down and just let it happen. Let it, I didn't, you know, I, I just, be, I came a different, I became a different person. I usually, you know, am someone who speaks up, who defends myself like all the time. I'm someone who stands firmly on my ground and my beliefs and my truth. And this relationship muted me and I and I knew right then and there like this does not feel good but I still carried on anyway you know because love right um but I played a huge role in the participation of this toxic relationship and and I hindered my own growth I don't place any blame on the you know um person that was involved but I played a big part of this and um, you know I would do things like like my intuition would tell me something is wrong this doesn't feel right and I would ignore it over and over and over again and something really dangerous happens to us when we ignore our intuition life will start reflecting events um, it will start reflecting all of the things that you're neglecting if that makes sense <laughs> like I deliberately ignored the fact that I felt like this person wasn't right for me so I felt like the universe kept highlighting things about this person like things would just happen and it would reinforce that belief that this person wasn't right for me um so you know that was that was all me I ignored myself um, another thing that I did was, um, I coddled the toxic behavior. <laughs> I think that a lot of people who are open-minded, we attract like chaotic relationships. So I coddled the fact that this was something that was toxic to me. So I knew, okay, yeah, this is bad. This person doesn't make me happy. This person um, isn't treating me the right way, but maybe I can fix it because I know this person's story. Maybe I can uh, you know, show them the right way of development in that area because I know what they've been through. Just making up excuses, you know, just putting myself last in order to make sure that that person was on the right path. And the whole time I was, you know, suffering because of it. So, um, fast forward, um, 
once I removed myself from the toxic relationship and completely um, just, I mean, exited out the person, um, I knew that I was about to start an extremely deep healing process. Why? Because of the fact that it was such an intense, passionate relationship, life only knows how to counter that. You know, if we live in these extremes, these extreme states, life will literally reflect the opposite of it so it can teach you a valuable lesson. So I knew, I knew, I was like, okay, this was a deep ass relationship. I was in pain, majority of it. So I already know in order to grow from the situation, I'm going to go through some deep, dark shit. And the initial stages of healing were the darkest of dark. Um, But I was expecting it. Um, I was not... I knew it was happening. I knew it was happening. I knew it was coming. Um, I've been through other situations and other relationships and other, you know, um, events in life where um, I felt an ending happening and I knew that in order to process what had just occurred, I needed time and I needed to heal from it, right? So I just feel like, you know, the world doesn't get to experience the beauty of a butterfly without it having to undergo a series of dark ugly transformative stages that is ultimately defined as a metamorphosis and flowers don't bloom without a significant amount of rain dirt and submersion so for me healing was far from pretty and I discovered parts of myself that I never knew existed and ultimately began dissociating myself from the woman I thought I knew and loved so When I began my healing stage, I really had to just step back from the person I was in that relationship. I had to get rid of it. And when I say get rid of it, I mean, I didn't want to be here anymore. I didn't want to be here. Um, And because of that, life took me through this kind of like, finding myself stage like okay where do I go what am who am I what am I um immediately I knew I had to stop identifying with my ego so I could really truly find out who I was because when you're in these toxic relationships it kind of steers you away from yourself like you're all like you know like I feel like we're in our own lanes we're driving and you know you'll meet people you'll be in situations that'll keep you on track keep you in your lane keep you happy uh, keep you focused on your purpose and then you'll meet these people or you'll be involved in these situations where they throw you completely off track you know so it's like now you got to find your way back <laughs> you got to drive back to your lane and um sometimes you got to get lost in order to do that right um so the beginning stages for me um I cognitively made a decision to do this a different way from what I have done in the past because I knew that I attracted that toxic relationship. It was me, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like the universe will only provide 
what you need in order to grow, whether that is something that is painful or whether it's something that is beautiful. So I knew that I attracted this, but I knew that it was something I didn't want to attract any further. So I said, okay, let me take a look in the mirror and let me look at the person that I am and what may have caused this attraction. What was the lesson here? These are, these are questions that I was asking myself. Um, so one thing that I did not do prior to the relationship and within the relationship is I didn't honor my emotions. I didn't honor them. And um, the thing about emotions are um, if you don't acknowledge them, they will resurface at a, a, an, 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 a more intense level. And um, my entire life prior to the relationship and leading up to the relationship, um, honoring my emotions was something I didn't do. Um, when I felt sad, I didn't recognize it. I would just move on. If I was mad, I would, you know, I would, su I would suppress that anger and just let it sit and foster. So, you know, the first step I decided to honor myself with was feeling my emotions. So for a very long time, I was sad. I was sad. Oh my God, I was so sad. <laughs> and I was angry. And um, because I still love this person, I didn't want to direct the anger towards this person. So I directed it at myself. But I honored that. I did not be, I, I, I did not go, oh, um, I shouldn't be doing this. It's, it's this person's fault. It's not my fault. I shouldn't be the one who's mad. I literally sat in the anger and I just let it be. I was, and this, this went on for months. I was mad and sad. I was just going through phases of anger and sadness. So I honored my emotions, but with that came the anxiety right because when after you've released yourself from a toxic relationship you'll kind of go through this like cold turkey phase and you'll have you'll have like you know withdrawals right so for me I, I developed anxiety um and anxiety was something that I briefly experienced as a child but um it wasn't something that I uh, connected with as an adult. So I never really knew what being anxious was when I was older. You know, I was always someone who just lived in the moment. But during that time of healing, I got introduced to anxiety. And, you know, for me, anxiety was the repetition of thoughts. Just like I would replay over and over and over again what went wrong in a relationship, how differently I wish things would have turned out. And um, it just would go and go and go and go. And, uh you know, because of that, I developed really severe anxiety because of it. And um, anxiety is something that is still a big thing I deal with. And it's one of my biggest struggles. Um, but it is something that I developed in that process of healing. So in that moment, I identified anxiety as something that was kind of like, kill me like I, I I've never been so anxious before so I really I didn't I would say I didn't it didn't feel good <laughs> you know I would I'm not gonna say I didn't handle it well but it didn't feel good it was one of the worst experiences anxiety is like oh 
you know. So I went through that, right? And then the next stage I felt was this guilty stage. Um, so one thing that you'll do is you'll begin to feel guilty, right? Um, you'll become your biggest critic. Like you'll start to just pick apart your character. That's what anxiety does, you know, and you add guilt on top of it. It doesn't make it any better. Right. So one thing that I always warn people about is becoming your biggest critic during these times of healing because you know you're you know every day you know you may wake up sad and depressed and anxious so it's easy for you to just shit on yourself about not being enough of this not being enough of that and um it'll it'll tear you apart so the episode briefly got cut off a little bit um but i'm gonna continue guys sorry about that it's gonna be like kind of random when you get to this point you're gonna be like wait what um but yeah so the beginning stages of healing um basically will put you through a lot of extreme emotional states like anxiety like guilt like shame but what i'm trying to you know emphasize is honoring this stage it's not always going to be pretty it's not always going to be about oh just getting over a person and getting a new boyfriend or getting a new girlfriend and just moving on it's it's deeper than that you have to experience these ugly stages to experience the more um lighter ones it, it, it is it just is what it is but what i can say is throughout this Throughout that process, please maintain a soft spot for yourself, meaning always acknowledge the fact that you are growing. Always acknowledge the fact that you're doing this for you. You're experiencing pain for yourself so you can grow from it. Um, Be kind and be gentle with your ugly stage of healing. Um, I wasn't kind to myself. I was very mean to myself and I became my biggest critic and I was guilty and I had anxiety and I was shameful. Um, you know, so when I experienced my dark parts of healing, um, I was not soft with myself and it elongated my process because of this. So that's my best advice to anyone who was in that dark stage is to, be gentle, be kind to yourself. It's okay. This is normal. You are human, okay? Um, now I want to move forward towards the stage that was a little bit difficult for me. Um, the whole thing was difficult, but accepting and forgiving for whatever reason was the hardest to comprehend. Um, I was so conditioned by the effects of the relationship that I could not see past the person I was and the person that I was involved with. I was holding so firmly tight to the narrative of what that relationship meant to me. And 
it wouldn't allow me to make peace with it, you know? So in that stage, I had to learn that accepting what happened would be the best for me, right? Just accepting the fact that it's over, accepting the fact that I was hurt, accepting the fact that I, we hurt one another, um, you know, for whatever reason, initially that was extremely hard for me. I could not accept it. Um, and that prolonged my process. Um, also in that acceptance stage, you have to move out of a place of delusion, right? You know, when you're vibrating at a lower frequency, your mind will come up with all sorts of crazy shit to confirm and deny what happened in that relationship. So you have to be able to think clearly, see clearly, and understand situations exactly for what they were. Um, a lot of the time in this stage, I was in a deluded mindset. Like my, my, like my mind was deluded. Like I could not see it exactly for what it was. Um, so I worked on that in particular. I made sure that I kept snapping in reality, just, you know, just trying to keep myself grounded, okay? Because I can, on a daily basis, I can be in the clouds, just, you know, my imagination just goes crazy sometimes. But when it comes to relationships and things that hurt and um, things that you need to grow from, there is no fantasy with that. It's, it's, it is what it is. It's, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, another thing that I had to do was detach my pain from the person, right? So um, I actually learned how to do this from a friend of mine, a really close friend of mine at the time. Um, she made a really good point to me. She was like, you have to stop identifying that pain with that person. I had to stop telling myself the same story, like, so-and-so hurt me, so-and-so was so this, so-and-so was so that. I was giving so much power to that person by saying, oh, they caused me to be depressed, oh, they caused me to be heartbroken, oh, they, you know, like, I had to get, to disconnect the two. So, when she told me that, it really opened my eyes to what I was doing, what, you know, what I was um, practicing in my head what narrative I was telling myself again you know um, you also have to disarm you, your belief of who that person was to you so you got to get rid of the oh this person was the love of my life or this person was my twin flame or this person was my soul maiden all of these glamorous words we give people like you got to let that go um, that was another thing that I kept on repeat in my head oh this person meant so much to me our relationship was so deep our connection was so stimulating you know just just glamorizing it and it was all of those things but um that wasn't helping my process by putting shedding so much light on um the ugly realities of what this relationship actually was and um, something that I know is hard for a lot of people is cutting off communication, okay? There's no friendship. <laughs> There's no friendship. There's, I mean, eventually, I'm pretty sure two people can come together and look past 
you know, what happened in the past. But in that, in those moments, you guys, of healing and growing, there is no friendship. There is no communication. There is no, oh, let's keep up with each other. Let's talk. Let's, oh, hey, how you, no, yo, if someone hurts you and you feel as though they were toxic to you, you got to let the communication go. Oh, that person was my best friend and we talked all the, let it go. Block, delete, erase, unfollow. <laughs> okay. Something that I did that drove myself, that I, you know, allowed myself to go crazy was the social media shit. Just checking social media and checking my phone and seeing if that person was going to respond to me. And, you know, it, you develop these obsessions and it's not healthy to your mind and your body and your spirit to obsess over something that happened in the past okay so that is pretty much my take guys um toxic relationships is it's a thing that happens to all of us um we are all going to experience it um (laughs) experience it and um we can't avoid it we can't avoid the growth that is necessary we can't avoid the lessons that are deemed ours okay so if you are in a situation where you may have moved on from a toxic relationship like maybe it was two relationships ago and you find yourself in another toxic relationship or the or that person kind of mirrors the same habits or behaviors that the last person did that's because there's still more work to do there's still more work to do i always encourage people to take time i was miserable and depressed and anxious and everything for almost two years I allowed myself to process pain for two years and I can honestly say I have completely removed myself from that pain it has transmuted into something beautiful and we all have the power to do that we all have the power to do that you have to honor what happened and allow yourself to heal or the same thing will reoccur I promise you all right thank you guys for listening so much I know it was a long one it meant it meant a lot to me me expressing this me telling my truth and and speaking passionately about this topic has given me so much relief and I feel like I have come to some kind of conclusion and um I, I can't even say enough how much I love and appreciate all of the love that everyone has been giving me and sending me during this time. Um, make sure you follow the Instagram page out of this universe podcast. Um, my personal page is Astro Yazzie, double Z, Y. If you subscribe and download and rate on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. You guys can also find me on Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. So thank you so much again for tuning in. 
we will see i will see you guys <laughs> next sunday uh 7 p.m we are going to talk about astrology so get ready thanks guys have a great one